0: Everybody, welcome to the Show Podcast. Here we go. And wow, man, do I have something to tell you? Holy shit. Okay, so I'm sitting here minding my own business, doing what I do every uh every day. Nothing different today about any other other days. I'm on time. And uh, I'm taking notes meticulously about what I'm going to talk about. Now, this is the reason why I'm late. Okay. Something did happen. And it worked out perfectly because I'm at a point today where I'm like, "Ah, you know, I'm a little lean on things to talk about. And then this happened. And, okay. I've, uh, I've talked with you many times about how the NFK... It's like he's the child of Frankenstein and a penguin and he stomps his feet because his legs don't work, uh, like yours and mine. And, uh, I, I, I'm using this as a reminder of, of how helpless this, this gentleman is. And, um, you know, he just, and I, frankly, leaving him alone is probably a horrible idea because after this reminder, leaving him alone any time because of, okay, you have a combination of ineptness and just he can't do certain things. I think this one is more ineptness because I'm seated right here and he's okay. Everybody's fine, but it's a damn good thing I was here because my house would look like, uh, the inside of the house where Charles Manson's uh, uh, people killed Sharon Tate and wrote pigs and helter-skelter on the wall in blood. I am not kidding you. I'm sitting here, and I hear, and he's uh, he, he's moving towards me. I can sense it. It's like the scene in Jurassic Park when they boom, boom, boom. And uh, I'm like, well, that's weird. Diana already left. This should not be happening. And that door opens. Eric, Eric, it's the door right behind me. Eric, can you help me? I go, uh, yeah, he sounds a little like Kenny. He's got a southern accent. He Grew up with his, uh, well, because his parents are, his, his, his parents speak hillbilly and it had more of an impression on him than it did Diana. Shit, fuck. I cut my finger. And it's his middle finger. He goes, I cut my finger. And then it, there's blood dripping off of it. And then he takes the finger and puts it in his mouth. And then he puts it in his mouth and pulls it out like a fucking popsicle. And, and then immediately I see the finger start to turn red with more blood. And then what does he do? Puts his mouth open, opens his mouth. Puts a finger back in his mouth. Pulls it out more. He's, I can see blood on his fucking teeth. And I'm like, all right, so I guess... The lesson in in grade school when they said direct pressure didn't really ring a bell with him. He goes, I cut my finger and it won't stop bleeding. Can you, (laughs) shit fuck, can you help me, shit fuck? And I'm like, and he is, he goes, there's a big mess in the bathroom. And I'm like, oh God, I don't want to see that right now. Uh, And I go, well, let's, I go, he goes, let's go help the, uh," or he's like, let's go clean the bathroom. I go, no, uh, let's get the blood, the bleeding to stop, Kevy." And he's just, he is frantic. He's absolutely frantic. Hang on. And he goes, it's just a little cut, but it won't stop bleeding. So what we have here is a cut that, that's true, it won't stop bleeding if you continuously stick your finger in your mouth to stop the bleeding. That's not going to work. And it's bleeding just enough that it's mixing with, uh the fucking saliva in his mouth on his middle finger and it's just it's just ridiculous it's all, it's going to be all over the place i haven't even looked in the bathroom yet so i bring him into uh my bathroom off my bedroom i go let's get you cleaned up buddy so uh put it under the uh faucet and it's just it's it's a, it looks like a deep paper cut no big deal and i guess what he was doing was um he was Picking up a couple of uh, pop cans and putting them in this area where this bag, the returnables and uh, one of the sharp edges of uh, where you where the beer comes out of somehow managed to cut them. <laughs> now, if no one was home here, it he'd bleed out from a paper cut because he doesn't know how to stop the bleeding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Josh says, of course, it's the middle finger because he's walking around giving me a bloody middle finger. Will you help me? Help me, Eric. I go, of course I'm going to help you. Uh, put it underwater, and I go, the, um, let's do this. Let's get the bleeding to stop. He goes, I- I'm looking for a Band-Aid. And now if you'd have put a bland- Band-Aid on it. Band-Aid. aid is what my show is. Band-Aid on it. It would have just bled right through it because he hasn't gotten the bleeding to stop. I go, buddy. Uh, so I take a big wad of uh, paper towel. I go, okay, now can you just hold on to your... Uh, Middle finger tightly, for me, for about five ten minutes, and he goes okay. I go all right. Just have a, have a seat on my bed, and then don't move. And I'll go clean up the mess, and then I'll come back and I'll tell you it should be stopped. It should be no longer bleeding by then. Okay. He's looking like he like a little kid. He's so cute. Little NFK holding on to his middle finger like this, and uh, so I come in. I I the, I go into the bathroom. And I'm serious, man. Hail to Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Hail to skelter. blood everywhere, man. It's fucking blood on every everything he touched is blood. So I can just imagine the panic that this man is experiencing. Hang on, I gotta finish my coffee. You should do. The panic that our poor NFK is experiencing because, you know, I'm always giving him shit about touching shit and leaving messes so i mean this is the mother uh, of all messes and it's <laughs> there's fucking blood everywhere oh my god uh it looked like an episode of snapped remember that show when the husband kills the wife or the wife kills the husband or some shit it's fucking terrible so uh I got all right so i'm you know I realize I resigned myself. I'm like I'm gonna be late. I, I it's okay. I gotta take care of this shit. So I clean it all up. No big deal. I go back in there and he he's holding his middle finger, but he's standing. I go, Kevin, Kevin, sit, relax. This is all over. I got you. I got you. This is this is good. He goes, it won't stop bleeding. And he's like, he goes, I can't believe it's such a little cut. I almost bled to death. Shit, fuck, motherfucking shit, fuck. I go, buddy, it's okay. It's fine. Get out my little handy dandy. Every homeowner has their first aid kit. And, uh, I got my little, uh, uh, what are you, that, that, that ointment you put on to keep the infection from happening. So I, I pull off the, uh, carefully pull off the paper towel and it's not bleeding anymore. And, uh, put my little ointment on there, bandage them up. And then, uh, Th- that was it. That was basically it. Yeah, it took a tremendous amount of time to get all this done. And so then uh, uh, he goes downstairs. And a short time later, I got to get my final cup of coffee and get ready to do this show. And I go, you, are, you all right over there, buddy? He goes, fucking shit, yeah, fuck, yeah, I'm okay. Thank you, Eric, thank you. He's always so polite and kind and sweet. I go, no problem. It happens. I'm sorry I left a mess. I'm sorry I made a mess. I go, buddy, hey, again, no big deal. I'm just glad you're fine. <laughs> And then, uh, I come, I come in there, I go, so, but in the event that this were to ever happen again, I think the mistake you made was not putting direct pressure on it. And he's looking at me like I'm speaking a different language. You know, his brain's a little cooked. I go, well, if that, if you ever cut yourself, get like uh, some paper towel and and do what we did there, just hold it for six, you know, several minutes. And then the, when you're constantly putting your finger in your mouth, you're, um, you're getting rid of the clot. The clot is what clo- closes the cut. And then over time, it, it heals. And he's looking at me like, what? Huh? I don't know. Maybe he failed health class or something like that. I don't know. But uh, all is well now. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to be late. and uh, But I, this is good because I've got a, a sweet start to the show. We are off and running on this, the 26th of September, 2022. The show happens in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, as it has for the last, well, this is our 906th show, as we're knocking on the door of four years doing this. Oh, my God. As Maureen writes, you saved his life, Nurse Eric. I love it. Kenny says, top story, local hillbilly cut his middle finger in a pop can and somehow bled to death. More at 11. Top story. Uh, the question is, he had blood thinners? No, no. He just kept putting his finger in his fucking mouth. Thank you, Adam. Adam Schwab has now subscribed for 11 straight months with Prime. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate that. And uh, hello to everybody who's enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Your time is short on here because in a little bit I'm going to kick you off. But uh, I encourage you to go to twitch.tv slash Live, and then you can get the show uninterrupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show happens in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. A short trip up to fear bunker North. It's to me like traveling to another planet to be completely away from everything. And I can't tell you that I did much more than haul wood out of the forest and split logs. Hey, what'd you do all weekend? Well, I know I didn't bathe, Um. Daisy got lost once or twice out in the woods. The one dog, well, uh, Benny would never run off. O'Neal and Bruce have trackers now, GPS trackers. Daisy, nothing. Because she, you know, just doesn't wander. Until this weekend. Because I go out into the woods. O'Neal and Bruce follow me. Benny's in the camper, relaxed, relaxing. And Daisy's just standing in the middle of the opening of the uh, open meadow there that we have where all our, you know, where my shed and outhouse and where I put the camper, surrounded by dense forest. She's just standing there in the middle of it watching me go out into the woods. Now, all I got to do is travel out there, throw a few logs in a wheelbarrow, come back. I come back, no Daisy. What the fuck? And that's a problem because... I have no direction or no idea what direction she went in. Could be any direction. Daisy. Daisy, It's getting dark. No Daisy. Oh my God. There is nothing worse than the thought that your dog has wandered off and you will never see her again. And that this is now the second trip in a row where this has happened. So it's like, I guess I got to get another tracker. I might as well sign up for another tracker. Calling out her name. Finally, after like 10 minutes, I'm about to just go into full on panic mode. Uh, I, you know, my eyes scan over the, uh, property and right at the tree line, I see her. Bulldog face, head cocked, looking at me like I'm crazy. He's probably been standing there the whole time looking at me like I'm an asshole. I'm like, come on, let's go inside. Uh, so these trackers that I have on O'Neill and Bruce, uh, similar to like, uh, The app on your phone when you're like uh, the uh, find my app, you know, where you can follow your loved ones or uh, like if there's a uh, what do they call those things? Apple trackers, Apple, whatever the fuck they are similar to that. Um, So I've got the uh, the app. And then if the dog wanders off, you can. um, You can you can follow it and it's great because there's also a uh, virtual fence you can put up. So you can actually on the app put a perimeter around where you're going, or like of let's say uh, I don't want the dogs to travel out of like a hundred yards from where from like the center of the property. If they do, the phone will go, "Hey, your dogs just ran off." You know, it'll let you know that the dog has got walked out of the perimeter. So it's really cool. So I'm like, "Well, this is just fantastic." And the tracker is like fifty bucks. And if you pay for like a year, it's like $3 a month to monitor. So it's like, what a fucking great deal this is. So, but then I get there. And um, uh, then the, as I, as I'm there, I notice that the GPS, where we are, the GPS isn't really talking to the tracker. So that's kind of a bummer because I got the thing for that reason alone. But then it's like, uh, it's going in and out of GPS. Cause again, we're surrounded by all these giant trees. So I think that that kind of, um, hindered the GPS, but I still felt good about it because if this ever does happen, they'll eventually get into some type of range. And then my phone will say, we found your dog asshole. This is where you need to go. And then, um, if you're ever looking for the dog and you have Bluetooth on, which I always do, it actually will have you and the dog well, if the dog pops into your uh, the zone of your Bluetooth, which really isn't that far, but still it's it's good if you're actually looking for the dog, and it'll alert you like you're getting closer, like you're playing fucking Marco Polo with your phone. So that is sweet. All worked out, no big deal, but I tell you the I got up there late on Friday, really late because I was busy Friday here. Doing all sorts of podcast work. And so I got this, because you got to work ahead. I got a voice track for Big 101.3, and uh, I had to post the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and uh, post the free view and all that shit. But, um, so yeah, to get all this stuff done. I didn't get out of here until like 4 or 5 p.m. Uh, which is way too late. And then I drive 55 miles an hour all the way up there. And then by big rapids, there's a massive half hour traffic jam. And I have to say this as you approach, cause it narrows down to one lane. All right. MDOT has put up a sign. that says use both lanes to the end. So I think that is the most direct support of the zipper merge I have ever seen. So, and you know what? People are getting it. There was one vigilante trucker who decided that he wanted to uh, do his thing and, and break up the party because he's an asshole. But that wasn't until almost the very end. People generally used both of the lanes. So uh, the thick-skulled Michigan drivers are finally understanding that you got to use both lanes to some degree. It didn't go... The problem is... There's a sign that says merge here with an arrow pointing to the lane that they want you to occupy, eventually get into. And it still didn't go all the way to that. It should be all the way to that. But, you know, I guess over time we'll figure that out. Um, But, no, as usual, can't say enough. Uh, Basically watching college football. I take it back. Listening to college football on the radio, Michigan beat Maryland, but it wasn't easy. Maryland, much better than what people thought. Michigan's lucky they have that one running back. I forgot the hell his name. Corum? I don't know. Uh, Spartans suck. Holy shit, are they terrible. My God. Uh, More about the weekend's football in just a bit, but uh, holy crap, I I, I can't tell you. I, I split so much wood. I'm like a lumberjack up there. Holy crap. And uh, that's it. Walked in, split wood, reset the mouse traps because it's still a shithole mouse house, the old trailer that I have there that I don't stay in. Diana won't. I'm staying in it next weekend, though. I'm going up there again after Who Are These Podcasts on Friday in Detroit, which is going to be ridiculous. Um, so here's what's happening. Friday, I'm going to be in Ferndale, Michigan at a place called The Magic Bag. Legendary club. Uh, in, uh, right near Detroit, right near where I grew up. Uh, Ferndale is actually right next to Oak Park, Michigan, which is a small little community where when I was born, cause I was born in Detroit and then, uh, for a couple of years of my life lived in Oak Park right next to Ferndale. And, uh, so that the, this club called the magic bag, Carl from who are these podcasts takes his show on the road to a stronghold of audience because Carl is very close with Drew and uh, Drew from the Drew and Mike show and Mark and Trudy and that whole gang. So he's hosting a live show there of Who Are These Podcasts. And he goes, hey, you should be on the panel with us. You should drive over. I go, well, of course. Are you kidding me? That'd be fantastic. So for Friday, I'm driving over for this live Who Are These Podcasts show. And uh, if you want to go to that, just go to whoarethesepodcasts.com and there's information Um, who are these podcasts live is where you go. Actually, there's a few tickets left. If you want to actually go to that show and then that show gets done. And then from there I'm driving back up North because my dad's going to be up there and all of my step family. So I won't be up there until Friday late. And then, uh, so, so it's going to be a whirlwind, whirlwind weekend. And that means I've got a whirlwind week preparing for that one man show. It means a lot of effort needs to go into what I do this week in order to make all these things happen, but I'm looking forward to it. Nothing I like better than to be, uh, incredibly busy. So welcome to another week of the Eric St. Show podcast. Um, thank you again. If you're watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, uh, as always, you can watch there the start of the show, the first handful of minutes, well, 20, 30 minutes. And then I, uh, I got to cut the cord and hopefully you will go over to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and follow me there. Create a little username for yourself and participate in the show that way uninterrupted. Okay. All right. So there you go. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Hit the follow button. And if you like subscribe, when you subscribe, you then are going to get the show without any commercial interruption because Twitch is, uh, you know, hand-in-hand uh, hand with Amazon and Amazon in order to uh, pay for the platform. They, they throw commercials on there. And if you don't want to see those, you got to subscribe. You can subscribe for free with your Amazon Prime account each and every month. You have to do that manually. Or you can pay 5 bucks, and uh, then you'll get the show without commercial interruption. Okay. All right. And then, of course, download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Before I let you go, Josh says, how's the mo- the mouse problem up north? Will Diana stay in the trailer yet, or do you still need your RV? The mouse problem is an issue, and uh, I, I set about seven to ten traps every time I'm up there. And I don't know how it is, but when I show up to check on the traps, let's say a week after, usually one or two mice have been caught. They're usually small little gray ones, babies, and uh, they're starting to decompose. So it smells like fuck inside of the facility, all right? So you got to get those out of there, these rotting mice. So you can understand why Diana would um would would want to or would not want to stay inside of this place and I've always been very honest with her. she says were there any mice yes well then i uh, you've i'm not I'm not staying in there until we can go a whole year without mice. I understand I will continue to try okay, so I go in there there's two mice uh in the traps, and all the other traps are either um sprung or they, they, the, my, somehow the peanut butter is off of the spot where you have, where the mice go and eat it. And then the trap springs and kills them. So I'm like, how the hell can the, uh, uh, trap not be sprung? And the peanut butter is off of the thing. I don't know if bugs eat it or, or the mice are just so delicate in how they do it, which I don't think mice know, you know, how the fuck is that happening? So I'm not sure what's up with that. There's still evidence of, of mouse shit, which means there's got to be dried mouse piss everywhere. So that's not good. So no, she will not stay in there. Now, I will stay in there. Like when I go up there this coming weekend, I'm only going to be there for one night. I'll walk in and uh, I'll pick up the dead mice and throw them out the door and then I'll go to bed and I'm fine with that. But Diana will not do that. She is uh, uh, afraid that the mice will crawl actually into her mouth. So, and I don't blame her. You know, I mean, I can't. I'm not gonna tell her. Ah, oh, yeah, just tough it up, tough it, uh, tough it up, Buttercup. I'm not gonna do that shit. Uh, some of you are suggesting, of course, you gotta gotta plug the holes that are where the mice are getting in. I cannot find them. It's been five years now. I've been trying to find where these assholes are getting in. I've gone so far as to go underneath this uh, 70-year-old trailer and just scan uh, the underside of the structure looking for places where they get in. So I, I don't know what the hell to do. I've, uh, I got many ideas about what I need to do to get rid of the mice when they, when they come in. And I get that. I've seen those traps, uh, the, um, uh, the bucket, you know, and you, it's got the little thing on it. It's, you know, they, they like walk the plank and then it falls and then the mice drown. It's just terrible. I mean, that, that's a very effective way to do it. I don't know. I just, I don't want to, I don't know why I don't want to do it. Uh, So I think, though, the problem isn't so much killing the mice once they get in. The problem is I can't keep them from getting in. So I don't know what the hell. Some people suggested there's uh, a mixture of like various like chili powder and shit like that. You can spread around the structure. So I don't know. Runner Girl 001, training for the New York, uh, New York City Marathon. Mothballs work, but then your cabin will smell like old lady. No, mothballs are devastating. I, I would rather smell rotting mouse than uh, mothball. That is no good. We cannot have that.
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
0: Okay. So, the folks, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, I now officially am going to send you on your way. Hope you have a wonderful day. Or join me on Twitch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And, of course, uh, YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Uh, you, as always, you can reach out to me via email. That is the best way to say hello. Uh, I love the correspondence. Eric at com. In fact, I, um, we had a, a dude that uh, reached out to me on Friday who, uh, if you remember, he uh, had a uh, the same type of surgery that the NFK had. <coughs> Excuse me. A laminectomy. And uh, he reached out during the show. Uh, You know what? And I'm not even sure what the guy's name is. But he writes, what up, EZ? I found some time to squeeze this email in between my morning meds cocktail and the breakfast that I almost threw up in my afternoon nap and repeat of meds. Here's to hoping my food stays down this time. LMAO. But so uh, this guy on his lumbar spine. They go ahead and they uh, uh, cut those uh, vertebrae bones and make a hinge. They cut through one side of it and then the other side, they score it and then they snap it like open, make it like wider so that the spinal cord going through it doesn't have pressure on it. And then they like screw a whole bunch of fucking plates and hardware out of the guy's back. It's fucking ridiculous. Holy shit. That's what he's going through second one second time this guy's had this surgery different parts of his spine so i said to him and i'm like holy shit was this uh is this some type of like genetic issue that you have going on he says i appreciate you asking me to reach out honestly i've been listening to you since back in the old fbhw show days i've followed you since so like so like the nfk i had a lammy, called a lammy, except mine was lumbar L2, L3, which actually was my second one. I had a previous Lammy just below this one 10 years ago when I was 23. Oh my God, you're fucked. I'm 33 now. Not a big deal. I'll get through it eventually, LOL. It sucks right now, though, but I do enjoy the cocktail of meds I get to have. I'm down to answer any questions or chat. Hope you you enjoy your weekend up north. Hey, buddy. Wow. Two Lammies, that's a lot. And I wrote T-O Lammies. I think I was doing voice to text. That's a lot. Is there some type of uh, degenerative thing going on in your spine? I hope everything works out. Is there a rehab involved? Uh, Yo, yo, yeah, I've been told it's rare to have two by this age already. It's unfortunately not a degenerative, just bad luck. I was into bodybuilding in high school. There you go, Mr. 10. In my early 20s, popped the first disc at 23 in the gym. Uh, in 2012, had that surgery. Ten years later, I popped this one doing an agility test for Grand Rapids Fire Department during my application process this summer. That means, Jesus, they're like, oh, fuck, this guy. He's a disaster. He's like a beat-up Mr. Potato Head. We don't want you running into burning buildings. Might be an admin job for you. He says he's in the Jenison area, so nearby where I live. Went to Jenison High School. I actually remember you one or two times. Working out in the weight room at Jenison when I was going there, LOL. Oh my God. That's ridiculous. So he's going to the high school and I'm there pumping iron with him when he's a kid. Now he's 33. Oh, fuck. I'll survive this one. My faith will get me through it. I trust in the big man upstairs. How's the NFK doing with his? Everybody's doing great, of course. All he does is watch TV, chew tobacco, drinks beer, and shits on the walls, and now bleeds on the walls. He says, I'm definitely jealous of his lifestyle. He's definitely one of a kind. I wouldn't be jealous. Um, all right. Speaking of all he does is chews tobacco, Diana calls me when I'm on the way home from uh, Grayling, and she's like, I cannot believe the amount of uh, bits of tobacco that are everywhere. And I've talked with you all about this. And, you know, there has to be some type of expectation when it comes to living with the NFK. And sometimes I do get agitated enough to say, dude, well, maybe – Wipe all of the ravioli uh, uh, noodles and shit and and spaghettios off your hands before you grab the microwave handle or the refrigerator handle. Could you maybe do that? Other times I'm just like, fuck it, whatever. Price to do in business and just clean it no matter what I say. uh, And I just recently brought it up to him last week and I, I get back from up north and it's a, Everything's a disaster. First thing I had to do was clean handles. Um, So now Diana's getting a taste of this because she's, um, she decided that she needed to clean some of the area around where he sits. And while she was doing that, she noticed the amount of tobacco that is around that chair. Like if you were to lift that chair, there would be a, 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 a spot of empty floor where the chair was and then just enough tobacco on the floor that it looks like almost a dirt floor. It's ridiculous. And if you don't stay on top of it, it's well that much. So what he does is from the moment he wakes up to the moment he goes to bed, he's consuming tobacco. That's the one thing because, you know, he drinks the beers at night, drinks water all day and chews tobacco all day and eats Hot Pockets. That's all he does. Hot Pockets, tobacco, water, and at the end of the night, beer every day. So, um, you know, you get like a four pack of the Grizzly long cut wintergreen. And I think he goes through that four pack in like two days, which is absurd. I can hear that plastic tin opening repeatedly from the moment he wakes up to the time he goes to bed, and he'll take a pinch of it, put it in his fucking mouth, and then there's all sorts of little bits on his fingers, and you notice he do, and this is what he does. And then it goes everywhere, typically on his pants and clothes, but then he's got to stand up, and then it falls down like tobacco snow in little bits uh, all day, every day. Diana, now I've known this, and I don't. I try not to go in that room. And if I do go in that room, okay, because he's taken over the room. If I do go in that room, I don't look. I just walk in, hello, sit down, watch the Lions lose, and then that's it. I try not to pay attention. Diana focused on it just yesterday. I get a call. I'm driving. She goes, I cannot believe the amount of fucking tobacco the floor. I go, oh, I know. It's remarkable. How does that even happen? And uh, she goes, it's it's everywhere. And she goes, it's not only there. It's in rooms that he goes in. So, we don't have a lot of rooms that he goes in. It's that room, pretty much. That sunroom where the TV is. And then, the bathrooms. And it's like, he has, he goes to two of them. I don't know why two, but he... He has two that he uses. And so it's on his clothes and it winds up on the floor there. It's just insane. The amount of tobacco. I think the dogs have to be addicted at this point because they're probably eating it off of the floor, but my God. So she was so frustrated and I go, I know just, uh, and I go, she goes, I don't want you to say anything. I go, well, no, I've resigned myself to not talking about that one. I guess. I mean, I, I have brought it up before, but, At the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you mix disability, physical disability, brain damage, living like a bachelor for his whole life, um, and general laziness, this is what you get. It's a miracle we've made the improvements that we've made in him to this point. Okay, He's like a fixer upper house, I'm telling you holy shit all right so that was uh that was a big part of what was going on as i was uh, headed back from up north and then you know what it was it was family dinner night i got she dinah says i want you to get home early enough because we've got family dinner and i go you're damn right and so uh when i was up north just before i started coming home i saw a commercial starring guy fieri and I saw this commercial and I go, well, we're going to eat that. That's what we're making. It was a commercial for King's Hawaiian dinner rolls. You seen those things? You tasted, they're awesome. You could just buy a whole like, pack of those and just eat them all with nothing on them. They're that good. Without eating them up, just open up the packets and just eat a whole package of King's Hawaiian rolls. They're absolutely perfect. And Guy Fieri is on there. And the commercial's got the sunglasses, the white hair. I love that guy. And he, he's, uh, sliders. You can make sliders with, uh, Kings. And I go, that looks fucking great. I think I want to do that. So, um, I said, they go, what do we have for dinner? And I go, Kings, Hawaiian sliders. And they go, what, what, huh? I go, trust me on this. This is what you need to buy. So I send the list to Diana. I go, just buy these things. I'll take care of the rest. Okay. All right, got my buddy Jimmy coming over, Fast Jimmy, uh, who's going to be the officiant for Jacqueline and Justin's wedding. He's coming over. It's going to be, by the way, he's single, ladies. Okay, this is what you got, ladies. Uh, He's 40. Well, I guess I'm freaking 40. Uh, Remarkably driven. He works. Three jobs right now. Uh, Tremendous father to his kids. Extremely sweet, kind, kind of an introvert. Uh, Remarkably attractive. Bald as hell. There isn't a bit of hair on his head. Uh, And just the sweetest, nicest guy on the planet. If you think that this is someone whose door you would like to knock on and say hello to. I will put on the Ari Zane sex agent hat once again and introduce you to say hello. Now I'm very, uh, aggressive with my clients as a sex agent. And, uh, if you reach out to me and, um, I, you don't hear back, that means No. That means forget it. So you might have your feelings hurt and crushed, but that that doesn't matter to me. That I don't care about your feelings. I only care about my client, and that is Fast Jimmy, who uh, it, it, the his wife and him split up. That was that was shocking and unbelievable. And uh, but now they've gone their separate separate ways, and it's been a, a couple of years, I think. And so Jimmy is getting ready to try to. Uh, find the next Mrs. Jimmy, I think. I can't even, Yeah, I shouldn't even speak for him because I don't know. He hasn't said this to me, but I'm just doing this on his behalf. So as the sex agent, if, you th- if you're if you single and ready to mingle, reach out to me. Okay? I would guess, um, I mean, I do know this as a sex agent. I know what my clients want. Um, Jimmy wants someone who is about the same age. So 38 to 42. Uh, kids are okay. Kids are okay. Um, uh, he isn't wealthy, but I would say Jimmy brings in, uh, he works a lot. He has to work very, very hard. He, uh, uh, designs, uh, motors and things for Bissell for vacuums. He's an engineer. And then, uh, he does home repair and improvement on the side with the rest of his time. And he's also the uh, cross the um, triathlon coach for Calvin College, Calvin University, or Cornerstone, Calvin. I don't know. Anyway, so there you go. He's uh, lean and mean, very uh, very handsome, sweet, kind, uh, and a great catch. So there you go. As a sex agent, I'm throwing this out there. Anyway, he's coming over. Jackie, Justin, Eric, Diana, NFK. And uh, so what you do is you get the pack of King's Hawaiian rolls, and then um, you cut them with the serrated knife, separate the bottoms and the tops, and then, okay, now for these sliders, I've never made sliders before, and I thought, well, i got to make a bunch of small hamburgers, like flipping them. No, that is not what you do. I didn't realize this at all. What you do is you get some parchment paper, and you, uh, you lay it down on a cookie sheet, and then you take ground beef, and you just flatten it to be like, uh, well, it's going to shrink quite a bit when it's in the oven. So make sure you put enough ground beef. Like for um, King's Hawaiian comes in tw- uh, 12 packs, okay, and it occupies, you know, however much space. You're going to want to make it like quite a bit longer than that because they're going to shrink on you. Okay, so then you put all the meat, spread it out in a rectangle on the parchment paper. season. Sea salt or uh, kosher salt, pepper, in the oven, 375 degrees for about 15 minutes. You pull the meat out when the juices are running clear. Kind of tip it on its side, holding the meat to the pan with a uh, to the uh, cookie sheet with a spatula. Get all the grease off that shit, and then um, you take the bottoms of the rolls and you put the meat on top of all. And they're all together. You haven't separated them. It's all one. It's like 12 rolls. You know, all together. And then you put the meat on top of the bottoms. And then you put uh, the American cheese. You know, you open up that shitty shit or whatever cheese you want. It doesn't matter. And you put it on top of that, all that meat. And then you put the tops on. So now you've got a big, uh, you know, all connected King's Hawaiian sliders. And then you brush the tops with melted butter with garlic salt in it. And then you brush the tops with the butter. And then you sprinkle sesame seeds on top of that. Back in the oven. Five minutes tops. Pull them out. Voila. You can just cut with a, uh, with a knife. And then that's it. You got your sliders. They're all there ready to go. You got your toppings. You can have uh, uh, onions. Whatever you want. Uh, ready to go. You have basically slider bar out. We, we're the big fan of bar eating. Taco bar. Uh, slider bar. Hamburger bar. Doesn't matter. Holy shit. And then, um, so you do that, and uh, let's see. What else was there uh, about the sliders? You can buy the pretzel bun slider, uh, the, the Kings Hawaii. Oh, my God. It was absolutely a, a remarkable hit. It went off exactly as planned. You must try this. I will. What I'll do is I'll link up the recipe in the show notes of this audio podcast prior to that, just about the time that everybody who follows the Detroit lions were thinking we're going to get a win on the road in the NFC North. Our lions remembered they're the lions. Um, I don't know if I want to go. I I, I mean, I think the trade-off is rah-rah coach that everybody loves but makes horrible decisions way too often. I'm sick and tired of uh, Dan Campbell rolling the dice all the fucking time. All right? The team's up 10 points with nine and a half minutes to go and they blow the lead. Before they gave the ball back to the Vikings, they're at about the 50-yard line. It's fourth down. They could very easily have punted it. And if the kicker did if the punter did his job appropriately, very fucking uh minnesota at like the two or the three yard line instead they decided to go for the field goal and uh which would have only put them up seven points uh and of course the kicker missed it and then of course the vikings went down and scored a touchdown in a play where it didn't even look like our our defensive backfield even bothered to cover the guy. When Kirk Cousins threw the ball and you and then it, it you know, the camera's following the ball in the TV shot, it was all oh, there was only one human being in the shot and it was the the Vikings dude. It's like how the fuck did he get that open? It was ridiculous. Ah. So that was just terrible. But whatever. One game. Lions fall to one and two. So there you go. That's that was like, you know, uh, again, the expectations must remain low for this team. They must. Did you see Brady and uh and the Bucks and the Packers playing the Packers, and that game started out incredible because Aaron Rodgers was just on fire. Oh my God! And right away, the Pack scores fourteen. It's fourteen to three. You know, I'm like they're gonna kick their ass. Packers didn't score any more for the rest of that game. And then the Bucks have a chance to win the game uh, after they score a touchdown. They go for a two point conversion, and crazily, the Packers defend it, and the Packers get the win. Holy shit! And that's a damn good thing that everything unfolded the way it did because going into the final game of Sunday uh, in fantasy football, I am playing um, a team known as Hernandez's Hitman, otherwise known as Kevin Kuyper's. And he was favored going into that thing. Fuck,
2: man. I'm fucking hammered.
0: Uh. Fuck off, I'm hammered. (laughs) Fuck off, I'm hammered. Remember this? (laughs) You know, as much as Nick's a cocksucker, his laugh still makes me laugh. Why do you have to be such a son of a bitch?
2: That's
0: fucking funny. I can listen to that all day. I'm not kidding you, man. Fuck off of me.
3: Oh. (laughs)
0: He led going into the final game of the uh, weekend, the Sunday night game between Denver and San Francisco. He led 95. He had a nine, his score was 95.38. Mine was 95.0. One of my players, the running back from San Francisco, Jay Mason. I don't know who the fuck that is. Jay Mason had one carry, and by, okay, halftime, Jay Mason has not carried the ball. He has zero points. If he gets a carry and gets positive yardage, I'm going to win the game. But at halftime, he had nothing. So I'm trailing by .38 points. This dude, then, in the second half, he gets his one handoff, and gets enough yardage to earn .70 points. So I won by .32. Ha 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 ha! Fuck, man, I'm fucking hammered. You lose. Fuck off, me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that moves me to two and one. Not officially yet until after the Monday night game. But I'm anxious to see how that is going to unfold. Hernandez's it, man, which is Kevin Kuyper's, was in third place near the top of the standings. And my team, Team Creepy Dean, in 13th place. And uh, we will see some serious changing of the guard now after that upset win. The fantasy football season continues. That's exciting, man. I'm sitting there. I'm like, give the fucking ball to this uh, piece of shit. What are we waiting for? Come on. Holy shit. All right. Hey, uh, join me on Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I want to see you over there. And we'll do a show after this show. Yet another podcast will happen. Every time I do a free podcast, I do a podcast. a Patreon podcast. Join me, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com.
4: Kevin, go in there and molest your mom.
0: That one by suggestion. Tyler says, play the clip of Stalkerito telling him to molest his mom that aged well. Kevin, go in there and molest your mom. All right. The open and live stream of this show brought to you by Irvine's. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. An amazing, trusted place to get your vehicles repaired. Veteran-owned, lady-owned, family-owned. All those important things. Um, I wonder if they're starting to think at Irvine's, about, like, opening up another location. Can you imagine? Is that something that you would want to do? I think, it, I think it would. I think if you do the research, you could branch out, like, spokes on a wheel. Think about it. That would be a great, great retirement thing. You can open up all these different Irvines. And then eventually, when the time is right, you sell it for, like, $50 million. I'll bet you they've talked about that. ER Vines. ER Vines. The authority on uh, car repairs for any vehicle, whether it's European, Asian, and domestic. Now, domestic means made in the United States. I have to actually say that when I learned that our beloved Stevie i i I don't know how it happened but ain't no logs when you're drinking Drink laws. Your she thought hey i I got a chevy and I you can't work on chevys and we're all like what? what the fuck so for years I've been saying domestic and Stevie didn't know what the how hi O'Neill. <laughs> Jesus well oh, whatever 616-532-6600. Now she's like, shut up, Eric. Now listen. Stevie writes, shut up. I misunderstood. Uh, no. That's not true. That is a lie. Um, you know, if it were a truthful statement, you would be saying... Uh, I don't know what domestic means. That is a truthful statement. Misunderstood is what people say when they're embarrassed. Okay. When they don't want to look bad. Okay. Then they say, oh, misunderstanding. Or they'll say something like, oh, semantics. No, you, that's okay. You just didn't know what the word domestic meant.
3: (laughs) Fuck you, Eric.
4: Fuck
0: you, asshole. You can go ahead and call me names all you want. But, I mean, you you said it. She says, no, I wasn't listening to you. What? Are you telling me that for all of these years, for literally years, I've been saying domestic Asian European, and you're like, nope, I wasn't listening to you? That hurts. That hurts. And I don't think, I think now you're just, it's okay. Hey, it's okay to lie when you don't want to look like a dumbass. If you don't, that's what, that's human nature. If you don't want to look like a dumbass, you lie through your teeth. Tyler says, damn, they don't work on Jeeps. Can't take mine in. Yeah, they do. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. No, it's domestic. You see, you're, 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 you're messing it up. No, you wouldn't possibly do that. He's kidding. Of course he knew that. Everybody knows that. All right. Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Picking on Stevie, which is sometimes fun to do because she like,
4: (laughs) Fuck you, Eric. Hey, fix my car. Hey, honey, how how you doing? Hey, uh, you work on Chevrolet? Hey, honey, how how you doing? Hey, uh, you don't work on Chevrolet. Hey, honey, how how you doing?
0: Call Irvine 616-532-6600. Okay. Uh, we'll be heating the homes very soon. It's getting cold. Do yourself a favor and get your furnace tuned up. Uh, most everybody these days charges you about the same 79 to 89 bucks to get your furnace tuned up. The difference is it's my sponsor and, uh, Joe Martinez isn't going to try to rip you off. Uh, like if you call some of these other uh, schmucks in town, they're going to, you know, uh, tune up your furnace and then they're going to say, Oh, by the way, you need $3,000 worth of repairs. Fuck that. 616-516-8579 for A and E heating and cooling schedule your uh, furnace tune up today. You want that thing running at peak efficiency throughout the heating months 616-516-8579, 616-516-8579. They can actually predict when you will need a new furnace and give you like a two or three year heads up. That that's a thing. I got that about two or three years ago, which tells me it won't, it won't be long. Yeah. 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 It won't be long. Yeah. 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 Till I belong to you, no no. 616-516-8579. Excuse me. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. If you need, if you need uh someone to help you with a uh, mortgage, call upon the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505 whether it's a refi, your first mortgage, your 10th mortgage, whether you're a landlord buying a property, you're going to need a mortgage to go along with that. NMLS number 3035, the best in the business, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Okay. A little bit more football that I need to discuss with you. And this was just... Absolutely ridiculous. Um, A football team called Warner University, which I think this is a Florida-based religious college. The Warner Royals. Like, if you were to go to the uh, uh, Warner.edu website, the... uh, president says it's a privilege for me to serve the lord as president of warner university i'm here because of the christ-centered environment and the impact we can have for his kingdom so a pre to go to warner is you know you better be uh, right with baby jesus and uh They play football, but not well at Warner University. Because Warner took on a uh, school called Stephen F. Austin, which uh, I guess that's a Division I school. Barely. I mean, Stephen F. Austin uh, is the type of school that uh, once a year they'll they'll sign up to play like, you know, Florida State or Clemson and they'll get the shit kicked out of them. They'll travel to Clemson to play and then, but for the right, the cost of getting your ass kicked by a big school, a solid school, is you get like a 1.5 million dollars. They pay you a lot. When could I meet that guy Oops, that was a uh, ba 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 ba, 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 ba. Uh, you, you, that, That's how it works. So you don't, it's, it's kind of flipped around, though, because Warner is, I mean, I'm serious. If Warner took on one of the area high schools here, like Catholic Central or Muskegon, I think Warner University would get the shit kicked out of them. Because they played Stephen F. Austin at Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin is high school with cigarettes. If that's the case, Warner is grade school. Stephen F. Austin beat Warner 98 to 0. 98 to 0. My God. Audio check. Video check. Here is kind of a synopsis of this drubbing. You'll notice that in all, nearly all of these plays, um, like when the receiver catches the ball, it looked like the Lions game when the Vikings won the game. There, Everybody's that wide open. Uh, I think the only school that Warner could actually beat this weekend would have been the Lions. Or it's like the Lions watched the film of warner's defense and and went with that for a plan against the vikings on that final drive it you know that's that's let's run the old warner 23 skidoo but watch this shit
3: one of those key-
0: okay this is like early in the game it's nothing nothing 13 minutes remaining here's the quarterback for stephen f austin and and watch how open this dude is.
3: Daryl Simmons is oil. They fake on the option. Look at
0: this! Look at how open this guy is. Oh my God! Holy shit! Looking deep, oh, all alone. The catch made by Mo. Drive ended. All right, this one. Look at this. Yards away. Slow. Okay, sort of solid blocking on that one. I didn't, you know. So now it's 21-0. It's okay, here's the quarterback for Stephen F. Austin. He's going to air it out. Basically, when he gets in the huddle, the quarterback for Stephen F. Austin, he goes, all right, who wants a touchdown next? All right, you get one. Uh, or, or he's like, all right, hey, uh, uh, quarterback, what play are we calling? Everybody go long. And I'll just whip it. And we're just going to play. It's like we're playing 500. Do you ever play that game when you were a uh, kid? One guy's throwing the ball and all the kids are on the other side. Uh, and you go, 10 points! And you throw it up and then they fight for the fucking ball while it's coming down. You're punching people in the face and shit. They're playing 500. Hard Self again, Look at this. Look at, how, look at this. What the fuck? Look at how... It's like 15 yards away. These dicks aren't even trying. So this guy who gets wide open here... Okay, hold on. I'm backing this up. The one of these two is going to get wide open.
3: Thirty-three yard line.
0: Okay, this guy right here is going to get wide open. So this dude jams him once, and, and then that's it. There's no one back there to cover him.
3: Again, look, you throw it. What kind of coverage is
0: that? What an asshole. Here he is pointing. I thought you had him, dick. Again, it's the Gibson. Oh, whoa. Oh, down. shit. So- All right, how about this one? Okay, this guy, look at him. Look at how wide open this guy is. And this quarterback is like, oh, yes. This is going to be sweet.
3: Looking over the top. Ah. Uh, complete quarterback, Kristen Weeks, comes in. How about this one? Weeks.
0: Okay, look at. Wide open, of course. He's looking to pass. Look at how open this is. is
3: right, a wide,
0: open lot. Reichel with the grab. Are these guys blind? Is that? Is this a school for the very religious and the blind? Third touchdown catch. <laughs> we love the season. This week. First down. All right. Who's going to get this one? Okay. So this one's going to be a lot of running. Let's uh, let's check out the tackling of these dicks from Warner. Coach Car- Watch. On- How- oh, my God. He didn't even cut. 25 just angled his body slightly into a different direction. And this dickhead falls like he got his ankles broke. Holy shit. Look at.
3: Whoa. Whoa getting off to a good
0: start oh no so this is what we know about Warner they're blind their ankles are fused and they they can't actually make a cut they just you know it's basically the point of pivot is the knee Behind All right, let's Mauer. check this one Mauer lifts one near corner oh god 71 to nothing short looking right oh no and they can't tackle. They cannot. Oh! the
4: way Like Sears is
0: Okay, now it's 92 to nothing. By the way, they were putting in all different players as quarterback. It was a coach. Can I play quarterback? Oh, yeah, sure. Go with. I'm not kidding you. They had like five or six different quarterbacks. So if you think they were running up the score, they're putting in like uh, the like the punter as the quarterback and the offensive lineman is the quarterback and the water boy is the quarterback. Everybody on Stephen F. Austin played quarterback.
4: In a QB again,
0: Seer. Like this guy at quarterback, he's a cornerback during the reg. If he's a, playing a normal team, he's a defensive back. They got him as a goddamn quarterback. The defensive back oh. in a quarterback and SFA will get to ninety eight okay now they could have sorry they could have go- gotten a hundred all right had they gone for two after that touchdown um they would have had 100 points and they and they took a knee they they like at that point, You've beaten them 98 to nothing. You don't take a knee. You get a a nice, uh, perfect 100 to nothing score. And I think that taking the knee (coughs) is almost more insulting than getting the 100. I mean, you got (laughs) to. Holy shit. So if you're Warner, it's like, ah, what a. What a sick, sick thing, you know? It's like this is a very religious school, so every one of those players is like living the life of Job during that game with bad thing after bad thing happening. They should have put on the back of their jerseys before the game, Job for every player. Ah, that is pathetic. I mean, why? why do that? Why would you do that? If you're Warner, you need to be scheduling various junior high schools and middle schools at this point. In fact, if you go to the Warner website, again, uh, and you go to athletics, uh, the upcoming uh, calendar doesn't even have anything football-related. You got the men's soccer The women's volleyball is taking on uh, Ava Maria. Uh, The men's soccer is taking on, uh, whatever, Weber. And the women are taking on Kaiser. They don't even have the football team on there. Maybe if you go to the other. Oh, there they are. Okay. They're playing Weber International on Saturday, October 1st. Oh my God. So this is definitely, this is, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if the enrollment at this school is just the football team. That's it. And the women's soccer team. And then there's like no other students. Holy shit. It's probably super expensive to go there. You know, this is one of those schools where it's like $500,000 a year to get your kid to go to this school. And for some reason they feel the football team. Why bother? Jesus uh Chris in Maine writes the Maine mayhem would clean up on these guys. Uh not sure who that is. Aram says uh TSU whatever that is has Eddie George as the head coach now. They might make them a contender. By the way, did anybody see Middle Tennessee State University whip out uh their MTSU penises and forcibly boned the Miami Hurricanes. Did you see that? MTSU on the map by brutalizing the U. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Did anybody see Clemson and uh, Wake Forest? Holy shit, went into overtime. Clemson number five. Wake Forest, like just barely in the top 25, got it into overtime and they fucked it up. Clemson won. All right. By the way, I do not believe that Michigan is any good. If any of you Walmart Wolverine assholes think that you have any business being a top five team, you're fucking crazy. They were exposed, in my opinion, by Maryland, and I love the announcers of Michigan, which is uh, Doug Karsh and John Jansen. Who John Jansen is pretty good as the uh, as the color guy because he sounds, you know, like a big fat ugly fucking lineman. And but Doug Karsh, the thing about Doug Karsh is his play-by-play is a million times better than uh, uh what do you call it, Jim Fuckstetter Uh, but he when he gets it, he's got like a raspy whiskey voice, so he's like uh, Michigan lines up. They're gonna try for two, and when um, fucking he, there's a big play. His voice sounds like throat slash Dale, so he's like, oh. he gets all really raspy and, and high pitched. It's really weird, but uh, and Linda points out that uh, Tua's little brother uh, was uh, uh, the quarterback for Maryland, and he was pretty good. He got nicked though in the game. And I wanted Karsh to refer to him as Tua's brother, but he didn't do I would have done that. If I were the Michigan play-by-play guy, I would have said Tua's brother, back to pass. I would have done that the whole game. By the way, did you see the Dolphins beat the Bills? The Bills, they fucked it up in the end. Oh, my God, you assholes. Way to go. Way to go. And now the Dolphins are 3-0. and Shit. All right. That's enough of this bullshit football talk. Uh, Trouble in Los Angeles. This is so fucking nuts. I was reading about the funeral for uh, uh, Sonny Barger, the leader of the Hells Angels. And while reading about that, I saw that there was a story attached to it unrelated to the funeral for Sonny Barger, the guy who founded the Hells Angels. He died as like 83 years old. And uh, they're expected to have, there's a chance that there could be motorcycle gang violence at his funeral. You know how these guys are. Um, But attached to that story about the past, the funeral for Sonny Barger. And by the way, he died in June. Why the funeral is now, I don't know. I mean, uh, it must be like a, uh, uh, one of those, he must be buried and they're having a remembrance party or whatever the fuck it is. But, uh, Attached to that story was a video story about this guy in Los Angeles who owns Blue Dog Beer Tavern. And he's just a normal business owner. And the homeless problem is so bad in and around that part. Well, in California, all of California is a shithole. The homeless rule the roost in California. And, um, you know, so he's trying... They occasionally have to get it so the homeless people get away from the business. And this one dude who is living on the street didn't like that. This dude who owns the bar was telling him to shoo. And so the guy takes a shit in a bag and throws it at the guy who owns the bar. And we have the footage of the guy taking a shit in the bag. It's blurred out. So you won't be too grossed out. He has no pants on, but a long shirt and he, he holds a bag under his asshole, shits in it and throws it at this guy. You will not believe this. Audio check, video check. Here you go. This is kind of a long segment. I don't know if I'll get through the whole thing, but uh, and because it's on Fox. So no doubt this is going to find its way back to being Joe Biden's fault or Gavin Newsom's fault, which it kind of is probably. Homeless
5: man seen <laughs> defecating on the streets of L.A. Look at this. Hurling a bag of feces at a small business. Here room. he comes. After that incident, the victim of that attack and he throws reaction, shit at him. that homeless man. Take a listen, sir. Why are you throwing feces at people? Who
0: you? No. sir. Why are you throwing feces at people? And he says, who?
4: You threw feces at this gentleman. This guy has to understand. I'm half paralyzed. I'm blind. I have no car for nine years. Sir, do you need? Oh. a bag. Thus, I must throw feces at
0: someone that's like my dad it sounds like my dad i am paralyzed half blind that's what I, that's why i do this why
5: are you throwing feces at people
4: who you threw feces at this gentleman this guy have to understand i'm half paralyzed i'm blind i have no card for nine years sir do you need help the city is offering help i don't need help he
3: needs help he's like
0: i don't need help he needs help he's like well, why why would I need any elves? I got a bag to shit in. I got a place to throw it. I got this shopping cart. It's nice and warm here. Fuck off. Another
3: adventure of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It is like a psych, literally a psych ward. Oh
5: my God. <sighs> Paul Stravano, who you just saw in that clip, is the owner of Blue Dog Beer Tavern, and he joins me now. Paul, this ain't Skid Row. This is the valley. I literally work down the street from you. I I can't believe this is happening. How often does it happen?
3: Um, How about every morning? How about, you know, I'm facing... Look at that place. It's
0: piss all over the street. What the fuck? Four
3: or five, you know... Uh, extractions oh. a day uh, oh. from my property. It's like
0: it's like my job. I will say the guy getting it out of his asshole, wiping, putting that in the bag, gathering it and throwing it very quickly. That's a devastating maneuver.
3: Change from restaurant owner through COVID, I became the dishwasher. Look at that place at my restaurant. Now I'm security guard. It's crazy, just crazy.
5: Again, I know this is a breakfast show, but you have to clean this up obviously because you have customers coming in.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, like I said, it's, it's, it's overwhelming, uh, the problem right now. And uh,
0: If I were running California, I would do anything but this. Anything but this is better. Uh, take a plot of land that's not being used, and this is where you have to live. If you're going to live anywhere, you can't live on the street. You just can't do it. No way.
3: First of all, thank you very much for helping me with this. We, we need so much help. And I also want to thank Fox Eleven, the, the local affiliate. Marla Tejas picked this story up, and then Gina Silva, the reporter, just intrepid reporting, the uh, the guts that she has, uh, going out with me, sticking microphones in these people's faces, uh, just amazing work. But we really need we really need some help out there. This this problem is ridiculous. I was listening to you know Lieutenant mccarry a little bit earlier, saying that there's an exodus out of these blue states, but What we have now is an amazing influx of criminals from around the country. And I'm getting it on good advice that if you go to the Greyhound bus station. The guy's wearing a Stallone shirt. It's Adam. It's Adam Balboa in downtown L.A. It's just a steady stream of these people from all over the country who are being sent here on one way bus tickets from judges and sheriffs from around the country saying, go to go to L.A. It's just a gangster's paradise. (laughs) We've got Prop 47, as you know, which which uh, decriminalizes many lower-level crimes. Well, lower-level, like, you know, assault.
0: Throwing feces. Hey, I can do this. It's within my right to sh- throw this bag of shit in your fucking
3: face. And 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 these uh, public defecation in your occasion and then there's right. 57 which which de- decriminal or or lowered the, the uh, severity of crimes from felonies down to misdemeanors. It is literally a gangster paradise yeah, out here. This now. this
5: isn't how we have a society. I, I don't
0: know about gangsters. It's homeless paradise. We just can't have a society like this. No. I, gangsters don't shit in bags and throw it at dudes gangsters actually probably live a good life. They probably make a lot of money. This is a homeless paradise. But this story actually gets worse, as if having to clean up somebody
5: else's you-know-what isn't worse. Enough. You reached out to the L.A. City Council and this is what they told you. Quote, in future, we request that you do not send these types of photos to our staff as we will not be able to respond if they contain inappropriate content, such as a person
0: indecently exposed. Holy shit. While
5: it is not right. That-
0: OK, watching this story uh, makes me want to put on a MAGA hat you and your customers were confronted this is this this is enough to make me uh jack up my truck put a flagpole on it with a let's go brandon flag if i live there i would be leading the charge to uh uh maga valhalla it is also
5: crossing a boundary to send these photos to our staff unsolicited the crew in here is just like going, what, what does this mean? If you have to deal with it and these individuals, this guy just had it pay to deal with it. What are you thinking when you get a reaction like that?
3: Uh, it's, it's a true feeling of helplessness. Look, it, it, it's, it's not the end of civilization when someone, you know, goes to the bathroom on the street. The end of civilization is when the government looks past that. And when the government says that's okay, LAPD tells me they're they're just unable to write tickets, write citations, make arrests for these levels of crime. So that's what causes the end of civilization, is when you have government leaders like Nithya Raman in Council District Four, my council member. Can you
0: imagine if somehow in California it turns red? Okay, like let's say Trump runs for governor of California. And it's a, it's a ridiculous red wave. Trump will uh, basically start at one part of California and a align all the way across it, and with street sweepers, and just everything just gets destroyed. They, this would California would be unbelievably turned upside down if Trump were the governor of California. And you know what? I'd support him
3: who tells me I'm crossing a boundary. First of all, I need to know exactly what that means. Like, did I commit a crime? What exactly did I do? I didn't send them, you know, pictures of myself. I'm sending them pictures of the conditions on the street that they are ignoring. And I'm and I'm I feel like I'm being retaliated against. I've had a couple city agencies, you know, come to my restaurant after all this has happened. And I'm just I I, but all of us, uh, meaning. Me and a whole bunch of other business owners in the immediate area just feel helpless and and completely
0: Skid Row city limit unhelped population too many it's crazy
3: from covid to george
0: floyd
5: now this i don't know how much more business owners like yourself can deal with this is crazy town And it can't happen anymore. Paul Scrivano, thanks for coming on the program, letting us know about the problem. It's ridiculous. Something needs to be done. Best of luck to you, sir.
0: Wow. That is fucked up. Okay. So, just to be clear. If I walk outside and there's a dude wiping his asshole and he throws a bag of feces at me. I, again, full on Trump, Trump forever. Let's storm the Capitol. Let's do it. We need to cause civil war. I mean, I'm going full in. If anybody throws shit at me, that is the line in the sand. Okay. Yeah. You, you crossed the line. Quit crossing the line. Homeless guy. Quit throwing shit in my face. And I, I, you know, what do you guys think about this? Some of you are like super liberal. I mean, Corey in Maine, I noticed he's pretty quiet here, but he's this fucking, he's a kook. He is crazy liberal. I don't see his idiot ass making a comp Maybe he's not here. I don't know. But I mean, seriously. Jesse writes, to be fair, someone was recording me taking a shit. I might throw it at them too. Uh, Aram says, the talk show host in his Navy blazer and red tie lecturing on this topic is not compelling. Well, I don't know if he needs to be. I think the uh, the video proves it. I, I think that's what needs to be compelling. This poor guy's got a fucking bar. He wants to run his restaurant. There's people outside taking a shit. And he says, hey, could you not take a shit in front of my restaurant? A guy goes, fuck you, I'm half blind. Throw, take the shit and throws it at him. That's what's compelling. That's what's interesting. My God. I wouldn't be able to survive there. I'd want to kill somebody. Jesus. Whew. That is an absolute mess. One that I don't think gets fixed anytime soon. Bummer. When uh, When we visited in uh it'll be two years in december for the kidney thing um it was bad and that was that wasn't um and it it wasn't nearly as bad as what i just saw in that clip but there were there were a lot of homeless people so what did diane and i do we walked around and fed them yeah uh yeah people like why are you doing that why you just? i don't know I, I don't know. I can't help it. I just can't help it. But if any of them took a shit and threw it at me, I'm definitely not going to feed those people anymore. The food that I gave them eventually, came, 24 hours later, became a weapon, a projectile, on the streets of Westwood, Los Angeles. All right, thank you to the Kent County. Speaking of health, The Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health, an amazing organization doing their best to make sure that you and yours have everything you need uh, to stay healthy. Uh, Look no further than September being uh, National Vaccination Month, measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, all important things that your kids need to be vaccinated to keep them safe. And if you do not have your kids vaccinated from all these things, you can get all these vaccinations for little or no cost. Just go to accesskent.com slash health. If you're in a surrounding county too here in West Michigan, you can take advantage of this as well. They just want your kids and you vaccinated. Okay. Accesskent.com slash health is also information about the WIC program on there. Uh, Keep food on the table with the WIC program. You pay into it all your life. You might as well take advantage of it if times are because times are tough and some of you can't be fed or whatever. You might be struggling. Uh, Don't be too proud on this deal. Take advantage of what you pay for throughout your life. The Kent County Health Department will help you. Access Kent.com slash health. Okay. We are set with paintball war number twenty. Behaving. Like a 50-year-old man should. Paintball War 20 goes down October 16th at 4 p.m. RSVP, by sending me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com. I would love to have you there. Pizza party when we get started. Thank you to BC Pizza and Grand Rapids for taking care of that. Uh, So we eat the pizza, we have the soft drinks, hang out, have a good time, and then... On to playing paintball. Frost on the pumpkin edition. October 16th. Spooktacular paintball challenge. I'm naming these, all these things as, I, as they pop into my head. I haven't quite settled on one. tcpaintballgr.com. Fully stocked pro shop. When you go play paintball, you will see the wall of uh, incredible equipment that they have that you can rent, purchase, whatever. Try out tcpaintballgr.com. Blue Frost IT is the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you have a small or medium-sized business, uh, all you need to do is chat with Blue Frost IT for about 30 minutes to upgrade what you have. Let's say you're like, you know, we got to do an upgrade here. Uh, Now, what we have going on here at our business, you need a consultation first. Because otherwise, if you just start buying stuff off the shelf, you might buy too much, too little, or... Just not the right thing, and that's kind of a waste of time and money. Blue Frost IT will take care of every technical aspect that you need. All right? Bluefrostit.com, 616-200-8550 for any technical issues that you may have. Today is the day, I remember talking about this about a month, month and a half ago. Today is the day that we will have um, the... Remember that story about the asteroid way out in space? We're going to ram something into it to see if we can make the fucking thing move. The idea here is it's practice and it's brilliant. It's either practice or this giant asteroid is about to crash into us. Okay. Um, maybe because they're saying, oh yeah, today's the day that the DART impact is going to occur. It's just, uh, it's just a precaution. You know, because if it works, then we'll have another, uh, another way to defend the planet. There's like uh, 28,000 uh, uh, potential giant objects that could, you know, end life as we know it. We better have something in the works. So what we're going to do is we're going to ram a satellite into this big-ass asteroid and uh, just nudge it a little. And then we'll kind of throw it off, and then we'll see if it works but it's not going to hit us or anything. I can promise you there are people right now who are doing what I'm doing right now, saying, oh, it's actually going to hit us. It's actually going to hit us, and this, if this doesn't work, we're fucked. That would be a bummer. If they've kept it a secret, and that if this actually does not work, this enormous asteroid is going to hit the planet, resurface everything, and then we got to start over. Uh, 6 p.m. tonight is when the show starts. And I say show because this satellite that they're going to bash into the side of this thing has a camera on it, and the Italians are up there too with their own camera, like off to the side. Okay, the Italians have a camera that's actually on the satellite that's going to smash into the thing. And and so as we're getting close to the asteroid, um you're going to see it, and then just before impact, the Italian thing is going to deploy off the side of ours. This is celestial excitement, by the way, brought to you by Mike Ball. and as it gets close to the asteroid, we 'll see the images of it getting closer and closer, and then boom, and then we 'll also see the images not today, but weeks down uh, down the road when the Italian one, when we get our hands on that footage. Then we'll see that of it actually hitting from the perspective of the Italian satellite, which is only about the size of a fucking, uh, 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 hard drive, a big ass computer. You know, it's not big at all. It's like this big, the camera. And, uh, so that's, that's actually happening tonight. And the show starts at six and then at about seven twenty is when this thing is going down. The dart mission to collide with an asteroid. There it is. So I am, I am stoked about this, man. Um, Rickety Rocket says, Atari 2600 has been training humanity for this since the 1980s. You're absolutely right. Missile command. Atari sound effects. Um, the there's, and the way this is, is there's two of these big ass asteroids. And, uh, the one that we're going to hit is called Demorphis, And it's a system. Demorphis is the smaller of the two. Okay. And they fly the, the bigger one. I forget what it's called. Also begins with a D Demorphis stays in the orbit of the bigger one. It takes about 12 hours for the little one to get around the big one. So, the little one goes where the big one goes. So if the big one goes whatever direction, the little one, because the gravity is going to go with it and keep spinning around it, all right? So what we're going to do is we're going to smash it a little bit closer to it, all right? And so that there's no chance that this little one, we could, like, hit it into our the path of us because... This is perfect. It's set up beautifully because of the orbit, the gravity pulling it towards the big one. So even if we hit the fuck out of it, as long as we hit it towards the big one and, and move it, it's not going to affect anything. And they hope to be able to, because of the impact, change its orbit by like one degree. That's it. But when you're way the fuck out in space, if something's flying in, you move it one degree, that could be absolutely more than enough to keep it from hitting the planet. So what you have here is like uh, more than 20,000 of these big ass objects that are in space that smart people scan the sky and that's it. And typically because of the size of planets like Jupiter, which is enormous, if anything comes even remotely towards the direction of the, of the planet Earth, Jupiter and, and uh, pulls it towards it, you know, and knocks it because of its gravity. It's so massive. But... If one ever gets by the goalie, uh, we will know. Holy cow. So I'm excited about this. I can't wait to watch it. And off we go. Celestial excitement with Mike Ball. Celestial excitement with Mike Ball. Celestial excitement. With Mike ball, oh, oh. we're not done, but I'm gonna to try to come up with words for this. Celestial, celestial, celestial. His name, my ball, is here to say, excitement so Ba-ba-ba, Celestial excitement is so gay. Celestial excitement is so gay see something on the screen pounces put really mean that's got potential that's like old school rap style yeah the jupiter thing is tonight too what what is that what is the uh what is the jupiter thing i gotta know I got to know. Stevie, I'm calling you right now. Legendary Stevie. Fresh off of learning what a domestic car is. Hello? Domestic car hotline. Hello, how are you? Oh, hang on a second. My Bluetooth just turned on. All right, I'm back. Yeah. Um. So, what is the Jupiter thing? I sent you that TikTok last I night. I didn't look at it. Okay, so um, Jupiter
2: is going to to Earth, and I think
0: she said like fifty nine years or something like that. Uh, it uh, and then it uh, it cut out. Could you say it again? I'm sorry. This is.
2: Jupiter is supposed to be the closest it's been to the Earth in 59 years, I believe. What? And that's tonight. And they said if you go out and you look outside tonight, you'll be able to see it. And if you have a telescope, you'll probably be able to see the
0: rings. Oh um, of Jupiter? are you saying? Are you sure it's Jupiter?
2: Yeah, that's what I, she says. Wow. You play that
0: tic-tac. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was, Um. yeah, I, I know that those gas giants have rings, but I didn't know anything about Jupiter. So that is, that is awesome. Yeah, that's tonight. Oh my God. I've looked at uh, Saturn in a telescope before and mm-hmm. it, it looks fake. I mean, I've actually seen it, seen the rings. And then you look at it and like, what the fuck? It actually looks like old-school Atari, to reference that again. Oh, wow. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Um, did I see earlier in the chat there was discussion? I guess our old pals were having a fun time uh, on the uh, Zaniac Zoom. The group formerly known as Zaniacs had a Zoom over the weekend? Yeah, they
2: did. I popped in for a minute. Amanda was there longer than I was,
0: though. Did, was it was it getting ugly? Well, you know, they're
2: just, they are just—they didn't say anything like specifically, yeah, about you or anybody. They are just talking their same shit, like, "Oh, you crossed the line," oh. and, you know, <laughs> Domingo being a blowhard and all that shit, like usual. Okay, all right, nothing has changed.
0: Oh, what? Uh, you know, I mean, that's—you uh, got to have something, I guess. That's the—I uh, mm-hmm. guess, I guess that's what the uh, what what the fun time is. Excellent. I guess. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> well, Nick, when when you come in there cuz you know, do they do they think that you're going to um piss them off or, the, or they are or they don't like you or anything like that?
2: No, I think if they didn't like me, they would kick me out. Oh, okay. Cuz you know, Nick's, Nick is the one that um, organizes it, I guess. So uh-huh. um yeah, they let me in, but um I don't hang out very long. Yeah, yeah. It's just all the same stuff, so.
0: Well, whatever. All right. Well, really good. (laughs) Okay. All righty. Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Domestic. Uh, Okay, gotcha. See ya. Thanks. Thanks. Stevie. Oh, my God. I got to pee so bad. I don't want to because I don't have that much show left anyway, so just hang on to it, little fella. Hang on to your urine. All right. Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. Love them so much, BennettFlooringInstallation.com. If you need flooring installed and you're in West Michigan, the least expensive way to do this is by calling Bennett Flooring Installation. First of all, do as much work as you can getting rid of the old shit. Get it out of your house, okay? Call Bennett, measure the room. Hey, it's going to cost you this much for us to put your flooring down. Hang on a second. Bruce, knock it off. 616 318 0167 for Bennett flooring installation. The flooring that I want you to install, I want you to purchase out of a store in Granville, Michigan, called Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Okay, this is incredible. So unbelievably inexpensive compared to everyone else in the entire state and, dare I say, the nation. Right here in West Michigan. If you are in West Michigan, you know where Chicago Drive is in Grandville, And as you approach that little downtown area, okay, it's very small. You'll see the Little Caesars. Right behind it is the discount outlet, man. Enormous building full of stacks of vinyl plank, ceramic tile, hardwood, holy cow, uh, carpeting, you name it. They have everything there. Priced dirt cheap as low as it can possibly be priced because they get it a lot cheaper because they buy so much and stack it up there in the warehouse, okay? The constant whir of forklifts operating at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Uh, you pick out what you want. You know, d- tell them how big your room is. They'll do some math. All right, this is how much it's going to cost for whatever it is you picked out. Great. It's dirt cheap. Add an extra 10% off when you say my name. Another reason to go. It already, if you, even if you, I didn't have the ten percent discount. It'd be well worth your time. But even if you hate me, go there and say my name and save an additional ten percent at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Uh, Bosco's Pub. I guess, um, the dude who was the topic of discussion on this show one week ago, Jason Bennett. No relation to Bennett Flooring Installation went to Bosco's Pub this weekend and had a few drinks and dropped my name. And I said, good, try not to alienate anyone. That was the guy who went over to the uh, Diniacs United site and started talking shit with his, the show's changed. (laughs) It's just different now. I can't put my finger on it, but it's changed. Shut up. God, such a drama queen. Why? What is it with dudes? The dudes are always so dramatic. The show's changed. Why do you call the cops? You you grew a garden of listeners. (laughs) You took advantage of us and you cast us away. We're expendable. (laughs) Fuck off, you pussy. Holy shit. Bosco's Pub. Go to Bosco's if you're not a puss and eat the burgers, drink the booze, have a good time. Part of Terra Square. No pussies allowed at Bosco's Pub. There's been a lot of talk about Putin and nuclear war. I want to put your thoughts at ease. When that dictator Putin mouths off about using nuclear weapons against us or against Ukraine, I was checking out my favorite place online, Quora.com, and the, what this site is, is people like you and me ask basic questions, and that people who are experts in whatever field, they then weigh in with uh, intelligent answers. The question was asked, if Putin uses a nuclear weapon and the west decides to retaliate in kind which targets will be hit by nato and where will they be launched from now you get differing answers but this guy is, is i'm going to read his in a second but some people have said if ukraine is attacked with a nuclear strike a tactical nuclear strike i mean not the big one but still devastating uh, NATO would attack with ground forces, conventional forces. And if it got further than that, then all bets are off. Like if something was lobbed at the United States, NATO would then retaliate. This answer, though, is a little bit more aggressive if Putin uses a nuclear weapon and the West decides uh, on Ukraine and the West decides retaliating kind, which targets will be hit by NATO and where will they be launched from? Nathaniel Gossett responds If the West retaliate, it's more than probable that the countries of India and China would participate too. All and every nuclear site in Russia will be targeted. And every military installation as well. For all purpose, Russia will cease to exist. The launch will come from strategic bombers, nuclear fighters, ground silos, mobile ground launchers, and nuclear submarines. From about every direction, but mainly west and north through the polar circle. That is why Putin's threat is totally empty. His nuclear button is a suicide switch. No country on Earth would allow him to use nuclear weapons without retaliating and annihilating his nuclear capacity. That's the whole point of MAD, Mutually Assured Destruction and Nuclear Dissuasion. So there you go. We've got nothing to worry about. Meanwhile, I'm seeing numerous, numerous bits of footage of everybody leaving Russia. Finland is the hot spot. If you wanted to have a viciously awesome Russian hot chick orgy, you go to Finland, okay? Because Finland has an open border, and all the Russians who don't want to fight in Putin's fucked up war are like, "Holy shit!" So for the longest time, these piece of shit Russian assholes had their heads in the sand, saying, oh, "Whatever." Putin says he's stopping the Nazis. Maybe he's on to something. And all of a sudden, Putin gets his ass kicked again for another week by the Ukrainians, who have the best of military capability, uh, minus aircraft, because of the rest of the world giving them all of their arms. And now he's getting his ass kicked. He's like, all right, all you Russians got to come and fight for me. And they're like, fuck you. So there's like protests in the streets and people are getting their asses kicked. It's ugly. I think before too long, we may see the overthrowing of the Russian government it with there may be a coup in the near future they need someone like uh who was the fucking drunk dude you remember uh boris yeltsin do you remember that name that motherfucker shit all he did was get drunk and dance those were good times jesus christ Gor- Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. He's like, all right, Reagan, let's have a party. Now, fucking Putin, this is what we have to deal with. That that needs to stop. Holy shit. It's a pretty big thing. In all seriousness, uh, it's a little concerning. Holy crap. All right. Uh, we must get into the Colorado Keystone Cops incident. Um wow, there was some road rage incident in some area of Colorado. I don't know where. whether it was the state cops or what, but some chick uh, was involved in a road rage incident. And um, it took place February 16th. Cops were in pursuit of a suspect believed to be in this incident involving a firearm. Maybe the bitch waved a gun or something like that. Uh, deputies from the Weld County Sheriff's Office were looking for this uh, vehicle when a uh, Platteville Police Department officer found it and pulled over the uh, driver, 20-year-old young lady by the name of Yereni Rios Gonzalez of Greeley, Colorado. He's like, all right, pull it over. She's like, what the fuck? And he's like, get it, crazy bitch. Gets her out of the car. The cop stops his car and uh, gets her out of hers. Puts her in the cuffs. Get in the back of the car. We're going to figure out what's going on, you crazy bitch. Waving a gun at people. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, Problem. The car that the cops put her in was parked on the local railroad tracks. So the cop car stops on the tracks, puts the crazy bitch in the car and then these cops are yeah, let's go figure this shit out you know and she's there in the back of the car with the handcuffs on and the 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 strobes are going and then while they are um figuring it out they hear ur, 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 holy shit there's a train coming and i guess it was it happened so fast that there was no way to go get this crazy chick out of the car and this is the next thing that you saw the car is on the tracks here you go oh no
4: before a horrific crash you can hear a train coming down these tracks in well county then an officer runs and the train smashes into the patrol car pushing it down the tracks this is when he pulls a bitch over what led up to this started minutes earlier. Officers were trying to stop a pickup truck for allegedly being involved in a road rage incident. Once a truck was pulled over, an officer can be seen pointing a service revolver. His Mom- cops all tatted up. Look at these dirtball cops. Later, a woman, Yareni Rios Gonzalez, is out. Of- that means that if you have a tattoo, you're a dirtball. The truck, the 20-year-old, is then placed in handcuffs.
5: And everything in a second.
4: Officers tell her to get on her knees. Now, what's going on? She's then placed in the backseat of a Platteville patrol car, where Tol Gonzalez was stopped for suspicion of felony menacing. Then a train whistle can be heard. An officer seen scrambling. Then the train hits a patrol car with Gonzalez in the back seat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Her attorney telling us today she has nine broken ribs. She has head and leg injuries and broken teeth. Paul Wilkinson says Gonzalez was handcuffed in the back seat and tried to get out, but the doors were locked.
0: Wow. So I just got my entire Oops. apartment cleaned for nine. That clip was ridiculous. That impact when it hit. Shit, my God. So if you are the chick, I mean, this is good news. If you are the chick who was involved in the road rage incident. All right. Uh, all good at this point she's gonna live she's badly hurt and i mean i'm team crazy bitch on this one uh, i hope this isn't one of those states where there's only there's like a minimum you can sue for i would say a million dollars per rib and uh per uh, any other injury wow jesus christ how stupid are these fucking cops Parking on the railroad tracks? Jeez. What is this? The fucking beach patrol or some shit? My God. Oh, my. uh, Judge rules that police can bar high IQ scores. New York Times, September 9th, 1999. Man. First-time chat from Soldier Fields weighs in with, can you get sick from eating your own jizz? You needed to add asking for a friend. Uh, Runner Girl 001 says, I heard she is a lawyer too. Not confirmed, though. Well, she's only 20. I don't know if she can be a lawyer. Kyle Ryan, this dumb bitch did not stop next to them, so partly to blame here. Plus, why the f are you running, you stupid bitch? Kyle writes. Well, all right, great. Yeah, she shouldn't have ran. I mean, who knows? I mean, that's all fine. She should be, uh, she should be, uh, uh, you know, uh, charged, arrested, and charged for all of those things. But. If this were a run-of-the-mill arrest, she should have been arrested and taken downtown or whatever the hell. Not, you know, run over by a train. One of you suggested this is an ad for Ford so that Ford could say, our, 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 uh, our Ford explorers can survive a train impact. Um, yeah. Yeah. What kind of dumbass cop puts a suspect in the back of a car that's sitting on railroad tracks? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Jesus. So stupid. What a bunch of idiot cops. You know, these are the type of cops that actually should get shot. You know, if there's a cop that... Why is it all the time the cop that gets shot is like the sweet one with a family of five who, you know, has been with his high school sweetheart and, you know, he loves Jesus and America too. And, uh, it's now instead it's it, the cop that should actually get shot is the dumb fuck who puts his car on the railroad tracks. My God. Yeah. That's going to be a massive lawsuit and it should be. Jesus. Is this the chick that got struck? This is her. And she's hot, too. Oh, my God. That's going to score more points for her. This is the chick that got run over by the uh, train. She's an absolute babe. My God. Absolutely incredible. Uh Mitch says, as a Colorado taxpayer, I'm fine with funding her ribs. Yeah, this is this is ugly. This one is going to be very, very expensive. By the way, I hear water running, so I'm wondering if the NFK has cut his leg off. God, that was incredible. So much blood. Red rub. Okay, thank you to My Policy Shop Insurance, Frank Fuss. You are the best asshole of the day coming up, by the way. If you have any nominations, uh, send them along. Maybe it's the uh, cops who parked their car on the train tracks. My Policy Shop Insurance, Frank Fuss, 616-914-4070. If you are without health insurance, what the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) My employer doesn't offer it. Okay. Listen when I talk. You absolutely can get insurance. All right? This is the wealthiest country in the world. It should be this way. The way it is. I'm glad it's gone this way. Well, we can't afford that, says Joe Red State asshole. Shut up, dick. There's a million and one reasons why it should be the way it is. And that is you pay a small bit of the insurance premium and the government pays for the rest. It's a tax subsidy. If, however, you get on your feet and you do earn enough money, you pay for the premium. It makes perfect sense. It's worked for years. It's about time you learned. Frank Fuss can help you every step of the way. You don't have to be knowledgeable on this because he knows everything and his services are free. for My Policy Shop Insurance. 616-914-4070, the Obamacare expert. He's also the Medicare uh, Advantage Plan and Social Security guru. If you or someone you know or love is 65 or older, call upon him. He'll help you. And, of course, everything is free. People who don't have health insurance either just don't know better, employer doesn't offer it, self-employed or in between jobs get your insurance so that in case something goes wrong you're insured okay you want you if you if if you have to deal with a car accident or the cops pull you over and you get hit by a train holy shit you're going to be on the hook for that copay and that's going to be millions of dollars how you're going to be on the hook for all the medical care jesus 616-914-4070 FullHouseComedy.com. Josh Blue in town this weekend, Thursday to Saturday. FullHouseComedy.com for tickets. Sarah, Honda, Granville. Order your car. The way this works these days, because we don't have any inventory, the whole world doesn't, because of the chip shortage, the way it's done is you pre-order your car. They have every model available for you to test drive. So you go and you test drive a Honda Pilot. I love this car. When can I get one? A few weeks, let's go figure out what you want on your car. You sit down, you figure all that shit out, you get pre-approved for the payments, or pay for it in cash if you're super rich, and then uh, you wait, and then the car is delivered, you go pick it up. Hell, I'll bet you they'll even drive it to your house for you. SarahHondaGranville.com. S-E-R-R-A-HondaGranville.com. For those keeping score at home, like Stevie, that is an Asian car. Sarah, Honda, Granville.com, S-E-R-R-A, Honda, Granville.com. Fuck you, Eric. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> girl, I All right. Uh, did the uh, stream die on you all? Oh, my God. I hope not. I, let, let me know. I mean, we're almost done anyway, so who cares, you know? Uh, Last week, Friday, the asshole of the day was the Iranians. And shit's still going down in Iran. People there are protesting and getting the hell kicked out of them. It's crazy that it took that incident to finally wake those morons up. Stupid country. All right. Uh, Asshole of the day. Any suggestions? Any suggestions? Okay. Uh, Top. Uh, nominee right now is Colorado Cops NFK, Bloodbath, Weekend Fun, The Sliders Recipe Lions, ca- uh, Lions Catastrophe, oh fuck, Jesus 98 to nothing football game, trouble in LA the guy who threw the shit is a, is a problem also basically California is a problem today is the dart impact oh my god, nuclear war not gonna happen, come on And then the cops putting hot chick on the tracks to get smashed by the train. Yeah, okay. God. Uh, Yeah, it's got to be the Colorado cops. Is your TC paintball asshole of the day? There you go. Join me on Patreon in a little bit. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Want to see you there. Sign up on Patreon for just five or 10 bucks a month. Okay. Try it out for just one month. And I swear I won't let you down. Put me on like a one month probation. Say, I don't know. I'm going to try it one month and I'm ready to cancel. If this guy sucks tons of dick. So five or 10 bucks a month, try it out. I over deliver on the Patreon and it helps keep the doggies fed and the vet bills in check five or 10 bucks a month been the lifeblood of the show for the past four years. And I'm re- trying to rebuild the audience after the uh, great Zaniac exodus, something that had to happen. Uh, I had about uh, 20, 30 people who flew the coop because it, it was just time to trim the bushes. It was just time to go. You got to go. Glad you're leaving. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Sorry to see you go. Thanks for the good memories, but bye-bye. All right. And that is going to do it this time around for the Eric Zane Show podcast. I got to go do wound care for the NFK. See how he's doing. And I will talk to you on the Patreon. Till next time. Thank you, folks.
3: Bye-bye.